Why did Jesus Christ, the Son of God, have to die such an awful death? And I thought to myself, do you know, so after we just sit here, and I thought today what we'd do is we would see, we'd have some visual aids today, which means that I would need some volunteers, okay? And these people in the front are just pointing at each other, but I'm sure I'll get one of them up. Um, so the idea is that we learn, kind of just, you know, we don't just listen, but we see as well. So we're going to talk about the purpose of the cross. And uh, there are three things I need, so I'll need three volunteers just to, ex- to kind of emphasize what God's purpose was on putting Jesus Christ onto a cross. So we're going to need, so they need a chair. Okay, get the chair. And then I need to get my box of bits, and, um, and then we're going to learn together. I won't be gone for long. Here we go. I haven't finished yet. Okay. So here we go. So the idea is that um, we're going to have three things that we're going to learn. So I need a volunteer for the first thing. Um, Jade, are you interested in coming to help? Come on then, Jade, come on. All you have to do is you have to sit, sit on my chair, okay? And then I do need another volunteer. No. Yeah, just sit down. Thank you. Yep. Uh, and I need a volunteer. And I've chosen that person because of their DIY skills. And it's Ashley Boardman. <laughs> so... This is what we're going to do. Ashley, oh, here we go. See, I've got these cable ties. Okay? You may wonder what we're talking about, but what I want you to do is... Just apologise now. Okay? okay? I want you to um, tie her hands with the cable tie. Okay? And, and also, what I want you to do is I want her to tie her feet to that chair. Okay, so you know how to make them longer, don't so you? I'm just tying the hands together. Yeah, and her feet then to the chair, through the ankles on the chair. Okay, off you go. All right, so you... She, not too tight, by the way. I don't want the circulation to stop. Okay, so let's just think about this. Uh, what I'm trying to illustrate is this, and it's the first thing is about the fact that we have been redeemed by Jesus Christ. Now, you may go, well, I don't even know what the word means... Um, let's have the next slide, could we? Thank you, Daniel. Okay, because we're going to talk about freedom, okay? We love freedom, we love being free, but the Bible says that actually we are not free, that we are slaves to sin, and I'll explain all that. So, uh, let's go back to kind of Bible times. Now, when you, well, let's talk about debt, okay? Because debt is a thing we all experience, don't we? You know, sometimes life's great and we have an abundance. Sometimes things aren't so good and we get into debt. So debt was a thing that was known in the uh, Roman world. And when you got into serious debt, there wasn't money lifeline to help you out. There wasn't CAP, you know, getting advice and somebody write your debts off. What you had to do was literally, you had to, I just want Oh, you can't hold anything, can you? Okay, what you had to do, let's just stick that on you. Okay, so basically you had to, can you just, that's it, hold that, okay. Okay, basically you had to go and sell yourself, okay? And you, you would go down the market and you would say, look, I, uh, I'm in big debt, I need to kind of, re, I need to pay that debt off. You enjoy this, don't you? You, you? you need to pay the debt off, and the only way you can do it is by selling yourself into slavery. And so that's what people did. Now, 
Anybody interested? £10,000. Um, have, you, have you got the resources to pay? Yeah, no. Um, so, you know, you're, you're in trouble. You've now been sold into slavery because someone has, long, has come along and they've bought you. Okay, so you're now a slave. Okay, and it's almost like because you're a slave, you have no freedom. You cannot get away. You are now tied to this person and you have to work for them. You have to clean up. Clean up. What else do other things should be, should be doing at home? Yeah, you know, yeah, you have to do. But, but basically, she has to do everything because she is now a slave. And there is no way that she can get away from being a slave. And this is the picture that God gives us of our condition as people who are not Christians. That we are bound, that we are slaves to sin. And what we need is we need someone to come along and set us free. Because actually, we can't set ourselves free. Because we are bound by sin. That means that the, the wrong things we do, we cannot stop doing. We are bound to the fact that we are, our eternal destiny is not heaven. And so we are bound and there is nothing. And Jade looks thoroughly miserable. Because that's how we are. And then it says in the Bible, this is a great verse. It says, for you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of your life handed down to you by your forefathers. So what Peter is saying is basically you need to be redeemed. You need to be set free. And you can't do it yourself. You can't get escape from that, can you? Not unless you chewed your way through your... Your, your, um, whatever the things are, and you, you'd have to carry your chair around for you because you're not free. And that's exactly what the Bible says about us. Slaves to sin, we need to be redeemed. And then what Peter goes on to say is basically, but with the precious blood of Christ. So it wasn't silver, it wasn't gold. You can't buy your way out of this like the, the, that somebody could. The only way you can be set free is through the blood of Jesus. And he shed his blood on the cross. So it's through the cross that we become free. And what Peter says is actually the precious blood of Jesus. It's costly because of the person who Jesus was. He wasn't just a normal man. He was the son of God, is the son of God. He is the one who set us free. And here she is. What does she need? She needs someone to come and set her free. Is there anyone? Eh? Oh, ho, ho. she said, leave her. But that's the thing. The Bible says there's only one person who can set us free. And that is the person of Jesus. And he did that by, as he says, shedding his precious blood on the cross. And we become free when we come to Christ. He is the one who sets us free when we come to him and we say, Lord, save me. So, Ashley Borman, you're required again. Can you set her free, please? Ah, well, maybe I have. Woohoo! Do you know, I couldn't find anything else. We need something sharp. Hey? Oh, come on. Do you? 
He's good. I watched that. Watch that. Oh my god. What? Do you know, I went to your toolbox and that's what you got. Whoa. Uh, just stay still. Don't move. He's cutting still. You look terrified. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you, Jade. So the question is, do you know God's freedom? Do you today know what it is to be free? Because Jesus died on the cross. He died for everyone. And his precious blood you set, from, set you free. Because Jesus said, when the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. And maybe those things in your life you really struggle with. There may be things like anger. Maybe you've become bitter. And it's taken root in your life. Maybe there are addictions that you're thinking, I cannot, I cannot break this. I don't want to be this person. I want to say to you that the blood of Jesus sets us free. It sets us free from the things we've done in the past, but also our future. The death of Christ is a very powerful thing. Okay, so that's the cross. It sets us free. We have freedom. Let's have the, oh, I want another volunteer now. Come on, Lily, up you come. Come on. Come and sit in that chair. It's not dangerous, as you've seen. Okay. Now, Lily. You okay? I, what I would do is I would pull your sleeves up. Okay? All right? So I've got something for you. Okay, not the cable ties. No, we've got something different this time. Okay, so what I want you to do, I don't want you to eat this, Okay. You wouldn't anyway. Good for you. Okay, well, what are you doing? I want you to put your hands in there, scrunch it around. Go on then. Get, no, 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 scrunch. You've got to really get it in. That's it. Scrunch. Oh, that's really good. A bit more. How about the other hand? Yeah, okay. That, no, scrunch. Come on, you squeeze it together. Go on, get it. Okay, now what's your problem? Just put your hands up, show everybody. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah, okay, just you're right now. All right. Um, now, you may wonder why we're doing that. Because, you see, the next thing we can talk about is, thank you, Daniel, we can talk about forgiveness. Okay? Forgiveness. Now, it says in Colossians chapter 2, great verses, once you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your sinful nature, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins. That means everything we've ever done wrong has been forgiven. And it's almost like we are the, the, we're the dirty, you know, because it's almost like we're unclean when we fail God. You know, the, the Jews, the Jewish uh, uh, religious people, they are obsessed with being clean. No, don't, it just, it's still there, look, it's still there. You can still see it, can't you? Yeah, it's still there. Um, she's trying to get it off, but she can't. Which is a really good illustration. Thank you. Um, you see, the Jewish people, they were obsessed with being clean. So they would wash everything. They wouldn't go near anything that was dirty, that would contaminate them. If you, uh, you were a sinful person, they wouldn't associate with you. That's why Jesus came to the sinners and the tax collectors. And the Pharisees said, oh, we don't go there. They wanted everything clean and perfect. 
But what Jesus said was actually you shouldn't worry about the outside. What you should worry about is what's on the inside. Because out of a man's heart comes all kinds of things. And lust and anger and rage and all those kind of things. And so we have people have a problem. The Bible says that we have all sinned, that we're all dirty. And then we know that Jesus came and died on a cross so that we could be forgiven. And we could be clean. So I'm going to ask you to do something. Pull your sleeves up again. Oh, yeah, you can't do it up because you've got dirty hands. So what I want you to do is I want you, excuse me, that's my bottom showing on the television. Okay, I want you to put your hands in there. And, and Well, put them both in and give them a good kind of, yeah, just, you can wash them. Give them oh, don't get it on your jumper. Okay, there we go. Put them in there. Wipe them up clean. Now, that's red stuff. Surely it's going to make your hands red, but it doesn't, does it? It cleans them up. And that's exactly what the blood of Jesus does. The Bible says that without the, without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness of sins. So when Jesus died on his cross, his blood brought forgiveness for you and for me. In fact, his sacrifice was so great, it was for all people, all time, both before and after the cross. And so we can be clean because of Jesus' blood on the cross, which is a wonderful thing when we think about some of the stuff that we've done in our lives and we look back and we go, oh my goodness, I wish I'd never done that. I wish I'd never done that. And yet today, because of the blood of Jesus, we can be clean. Show us your hands. Show them your hands. Give us a good bit of paper. There you go. See? Now she's clean because she's washed and got all the gunk and the dirt off. And that can be you, and that can be me. Because, that's what it says, it says, he forgave us all our sins. But it also goes on to say, having cancelled the written code with its regulations that was against us and stood opposed to us, he took it away, nailing it to the cross. Now, the other illustration we could use, and, oh, I don't have a piece of paper. But maybe we can have a piece of paper. And what we could do is we could list all the things we've done wrong. So let's put, uh, I have... If I look around the room, I wonder what we would write down. I have... hurt my family. I've hated my neighbour. I lied to my wife. She's a very risky business. <laughs> we could all write stuff, couldn't we? We could go on and on and on writing things because however good you look on the inside, as Jesus says, it doesn't matter about how clean you are, but it's what's on the inside. And for some of us, there's stuff that actually we do need to know God's forgiveness. And what Paul is saying is basically that Jesus, when he died on the cross, he took all the stuff that we'd done wrong and he took it to the cross Oh, 
I haven't got enough hands. Lily, come and give me a hand. What do you mean, no? Just hold the piece of paper there. Okay. Oh. oh. There we go. Done. Hey, well done. Thank you, Lily. She's running away. But you see, the truth is that that's what happens, is that Jesus took all the things we've done wrong. And what Paul is saying is basically it gets nailed to the cross. And it's basically saying it's cancelled. It's gone. It's been paid for. And I just wonder today whether you carry around stuff that you don't need to carry. That actually today you can know God's complete forgiveness from the list of things that maybe you had to write. So, that's two. We've got time for one more. Well, I've run out of people in the front row to... Chloe? Please? (laughs) Chloe, this is... I'm not going to hurt you. Come on, up you come. You do (laughs) it. Up you come, Chloe. Yeah, well, you do all the jobs. Give a round of applause to Chloe. (laughs) Now, Chloe, this this is not a difficult thing you've got to do, okay? Can I ask a question, then, of you? Do you know anybody famous? No. Me neither. I was trying to think of who I know, and I don't know anybody really like a celebrity. Have you ever been to um, a concert? You went to see Lee Evans, okay. And to go to that, what did you need? A parent. <laughs> okay, let's, let's just kind of wind that back a bit. Before you went, was it something you had to arrange? Uh, what was that? Don't say babysitters, okay? I'm thinking about getting through the door. How do you get through the door? You get a ticket. Oh, okay. So, I wonder. You see, what we're talking about here is access. You see, on my phone, on the back of my phone, this is my gym pass. Okay, and um, when I go to the gym, I have to scan it, otherwise they don't let me in. They're very particular about who goes in. Um, And so, you know, that gets me in. And so your ticket got you in. Now, what I was thinking, wouldn't it be wonderful if you could have one of these badges? Okay, I'm going to put it on your head. Okay, and what does the badge say? Access all areas. Access all areas. Has anybody ever had an access all areas ticket? Oh, Dave and Ashley. Come on, Ashley. I want to know what it was. This is very exciting. It means you can explain what, what, how did you get it and what did it mean? Well, I was very fortunate to be invited to Le Mans, to the 24-hour race. Mm-hmm. And we literally had access all areas. We were based in a corporate box right above the pits. And, yeah, we went on the track before the start of the race and we got everywhere. Yeah, very good. So you had one of those? I had one of those, yeah. You had a lanyard that says access all areas. Very good. Thank you, Ashley. So that would be wonderful, wouldn't it? You know, you think about maybe going to see Taylor Swift, or or you think about going to see... How about if you went to see... How about if we went to see the King Charles... You see, you know, if, if I gave you that, would you be quite impressed? Uh, not what I've printed, but if it was a real one, I mean. 
You don't know. Would you go? You might go. If the king invited you, you might go, okay? Because, you, you know, you, we'd all have to smarten up a little bit, maybe. But you see, what we have, because of Jesus, is we have access to God, okay? So in the Old Testament, we talked about this last week, when people wanted to kind of talk to God, it was kind of very, very limited, okay? Because the only one who could really talk to God for you was the, was the high priest, and the priests, they would do the talking to God. You would t- come along, and if you wanted to get near God, you had to take an animal. They had to kill it. Blood was going everywhere. And then they would kind of, you know, pray for you, be forgiven, and then you go home. The only person who could actually go in and to the Holy of Holies, into the middle of the temple, was the high priest. And he could only go in once a year. So the access to God was very, very limited. In fact, the priest wore a robe. And on the end of the robe, at the bottom, were tassels. And some of the tassels then had little bells on. Because what would happen is that he would go in. And as he walked around, or the other thing on, he had a rope around his leg. Okay, so he would go in, he'd walk around. And you could hear the bells ringing when he was walking around. When the bells stopped you knew what had happened. He was dead. You knew that, didn't you? That basically he'd done something, that God was upset with him, and bang, he was dead. And the rope around his leg meant that you could then pull him out because he was dead. That is so scary, isn't it? You can only go once a year, and then you go in with this like, am I going to die today? Is this the day, you know, I'm going to die? And that was, the, that was the Old Testament. But when Jesus came along, we suddenly have this wonderful thing that actually we have access to God. If we look at what the Bible says, it's Hebrews 10. It says, therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus. Now, that is just amazing because the most holy place was the holy of holies. And what the writer of Hebrews is saying is basically you now have access to God to go into his very presence because of the blood of Jesus which he shed on the cross. Whoa. Once a year, one guy. And now you, if you're a Christian, you have access to God. You can come to him at any time. You can talk to him. You can unload on him. You can listen to him. You can pray to him. It's all open to you. Access all areas. But you see, the thing is, what I, I was, the reason I did my invitation to Buckingham Palace is because this, you see, you know, if you go to the gym, you go into a place, you do your own thing, you leave. But if you get an invitation to a place to see someone, that is massively different, isn't it? That's massively different. Because you can go to Buckingham Palace, you can pay your 75 quid, whatever it is, you can walk around, you won't see King Charles, will you? He's in a bit of the area where you no access here. But actually, wouldn't it be great if he said, oh, by the way, yeah, just, just bring Will in, I want to chat to him. <laughs> I want to know if he could help me with putting these wardrobes together. <laughs> It would be great to be, have access to the king, wouldn't it? That's exactly what you have. You don't just have, you have access to God the Father, Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Because of the death of Jesus on the cross. And it goes on to say, by a new and living way. So this is a new thing. And it says, uh, 
opened for us through the curtain that is his body. Okay, and that refers to the fact that in the Holy of Holies, there was this huge curtain. It was 70 feet high, and it separated the Holy of Holies to the rest of the temple. And what happened on the day Jesus died, the temple, that curtain was ripped in two, literally ripped from top to bottom. And all of a sudden, rather than having nobody go in, there's an entrance. And that's why we read about that. And that's why he talks about the curtain. We have access in. The curtain's been taken away. And you and I can come to God. Because of the blood of Jesus. And so you have access all areas. And so do we. And I suppose I just want to finish by thinking about that. Firstly, freedom. Freedom's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Something we take granted in this country. But actually, maybe some of us aren't free. And it's through Jesus that we can know freedom. Freedom from what holds us. Secondly, forgiveness. When people don't experience forgiveness, they carry around so much. That's why Jesus said we can be forgiven, but we are to forgive others because unforgiveness really burdens us and chains us. And then lastly, access to God. Is that something you you know and experience because it's available to you because Jesus died on the cross for you and for me. Thank you, Chloe. That wasn't too painful, was it? Round of applause for Chloe. Oh, they've come up already. Come on, up you come. Yes, come on. No, not quite. That's all right. Yeah, you're going to stand there awkwardly. So, for you, freedom, forgiveness, and access. You know, as a, as a someone who speaks and who likes alliteration, I was very frustrated by the last one. <laughs> I wanted it to be an F. But it isn't. But that's so powerful, isn't it? We have access to God. And I hope and pray that you appreciate the cross of Jesus because he loved us with that reckless love that he gave his life for you and me so that we could know freedom and forgiveness and access to the Father. I'll ask you to stand. We're going to pray together. And then we're going to sing, aren't we? We're going to sing about the cross. Father, we thank you for the amazing cross of Jesus Christ. A place of sacrifice. A place of torture. But ultimately, a place of amazing love for each one of us. And we thank you that through the cross today we know freedom. And I want to pray that for each of us we would live in that freedom. We would enjoy that freedom. And we use our freedom to be a blessing to others. I pray too, Lord, that we would all know forgiveness. And Father, if there's anybody today struggling, I pray that today you would touch their life and show them they can be forgiven for all the things they've ever done wrong. 
And lastly, Father, we thank you that we now have access to you. We pray, Lord, that uh, each one of us would spend time in your presence. We would daily give our lives to you. And we would daily serve you with all that you've blessed us with. And Father, we pray all this now in Jesus' name. Amen.